favorite pastime has returned, ladies and gentlemen. This week, we'll see, smell, freshly cut grass, pigskin being thrown in the air, pants popping, Nick Saban giving out orders. That's right, folks, spring football. Spring football returns to the University of Alabama on Friday of this week. You, of course, locked and loaded, getting your work week started on what is the hottest show on the streets, the best form of Alabama football. News, notes, and information. In my own words, the podcast with yours truly, Stephen M. Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. As always, the show more than just me, uh, my man John Ivory. Call him JP, but the man John Ivory handling the ones and twos, making sure that we look good, sound good, feel good every single time. We are streaming this to you, not just through YouTube, but also through Twitter. Coming to you from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And as always, we encourage you each and every time to drop a thumbs up, give a like on the show, and hit that subscribe button. That tells us at TDA to continue providing you, the fans, with the best news, notes, information, and content on your favorite football program that being the Alabama Crimson Tide, is because of you that were over 8,000. That's right, over 8,000 subscribers strong on YouTube. So definitely want to continue to encourage you to help us grow the network channel and brand as always got some big topics to dive into we'll start off with a few updates and then we'll discuss what positional unit aside from quarterback everybody loves the quarterback room but aside from quarterback which positional unit are you the most excited to see this spring we'll get into that From there, we'll dive into a preview of the inside linebackers. What can we look forward to seeing from the inside linebackers in the upcoming season? And then last but not least, we'll touch on Dr. Matt Rea and athletic trainer Jeff Allen. The two are meshing well. We got a dynamic duo together in terms of sports science in Tuscaloosa. This is going to be fun for this spring and the upcoming season. But starting things off here with some updates as we got the stuff on screen for you right now. First and foremost, people I've mentioned, spring ball starts this Friday, March 13th. Alabama gets back to Thomas Drew Field, pigskin flying, pats popping, helmets clanging, Nick Saban giving our orders. Spring ball returns this Friday, March 13th, of course, yours truly of Touchdown Alabama Magazine will be out there getting all the news, notes, photos, videos, all types of content in terms of the first day of spring ball. There'll be 15 practices with the A-Day game on April 18th being the last one, but spring ball starts on Friday. Also, how about former Alabama quarterback Tua Tungo-Vailoa? More positive news in terms of his right hip. He aced. He won the four-month scan testing today. The four-month scan got positive news there. And according to NFL insider Ian Rappaport and ESPN's Laura Rutledge, Tua has been cleared medically to start working out in terms of the NFL draft. So, big news there for one, Tua Tungavangoa. And then last but not least, the Crimson Tide picked up a huge verbal commitment 
for its 2022 signing class in the form of four-star defensive lineman Jeremiah Alexander at six foot two, 222 pounds, the young man from Thompson High School in Alabaster, Alabama. So Nick Saban already getting things started for 2022, picking up a huge name there, verbal commitment from one Jeremiah Alexander. But we dive into the first topic of conversation, that being the position group. Which positional unit has you hyped up, excited, ready to go for spring ball? We're all excited about the quarterback room on Friday. Uh, there'll be about 90% of the media cameras around Mac Jones, Bryce Young, Talia Tungavangoa, Paul Tyson. I can't lie. My camera will be in the quarterback room seeing those guys on the field. But aside from that position, the group that has me uh, the most excited, the most on my feet when you talk spring ball, the defensive line. I, I am really excited about this defensive line and the upstart in the spring. And uh, to have Freddie Roach, Freddie Roach, who is from this state, from Killen, Alabama, Freddie Roach, who played inside linebacker for the Crimson Tide from 2001 to 05 at a time where playing at Alabama was not the most popular thing, played here anyway, and had a huge career, a guy in Freddie Roach that was a part of Nick Saban's coaching staff twice before, 2008 to 2010 as an assistant strength coach, and then 2015 to 2016, a uh, director of player development, 2009 and 2015. He was a part of two national championship teams, and uh, he's got experience coaching defensive linemen, did it for three years at Ole Miss from 2017 to 2019, did it in two years at South Alabama coaching defensive ends, 2013 and 2014. So to have Coach Roach back at Alabama – is a big deal, and he is going to get that dog mentality out of everybody on this defensive front, and uh, the, the good thing about it is, despite all the talent he's going to get a chance to work with, the one alpha male that's going to really push this thing in motion is Christian Barmore. Christian Barmore, red shirt sophomore, 6'5", 310 pounds, out of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. This is somebody, if I had to give a comparison for him in terms of former Alabama players, he's a young Sean Robinson. Young, mean, angry, dominant, passionate. When Christian Barmore's on the field, I kid you not, people, when he's on the field, there is a tangible energy, there is a tangible chemistry there, there is just something electrifying when he's on that field. The coaches feel it. The players feel it. Of course, you the fans feel it. There is something about when Christian Barmore is on that field, you know a big play is about to happen. A sack is about to happen. A negative play is about to happen. Something good is about to happen because number 58 has touched this field. That's just how pivotal and how vital Christian Barmore is. I mean, when he wasn't on the field last year, you could tell it bothered him. And that's the type of cat you want on your team. When he is not on the field, it bothers him. When Barmore was not in, in action, he would be on the sideline, fidgeting, uh, anxious, 
anxiety, jumping up and down. He's like, put me on this field. I'm ready to hop in the frying pan. I'm a little Wayne. I got that hustler music. You know, let's go. That's how Christian Barmore was. He wanted to get on the football field. And when he was on the field, you could feel it. A big play coming. You could feel it. A sack happening. You could feel it a tackle for loss and when you talk to players about him they say man there is something different about Barmore he he's got that energy he's got that swagger he's got that passion he's got that that tough mindset like everybody rallies around that young man he gives so much of himself not just to the team but to the game of football as a whole so Having that type of guy as the alpha male of that positional group, really huge there for Freddie Roach as the coach of the defensive line. Christian Barmore this past season, 26 tackles as a redshirt freshman, six tackles for loss, two sacks, five quarterback hurries, made the freshman All-Southeastern Conference team, and, um, I mean, just a a big-time factor. And though LeBron Ray is the eldest of the group, right? LeBron Ray comes back for his, or is back for his redshirt junior year. Though LeBron Ray is the old man of the group, Christian Barmore is the speaker of the group. He's the leader of the group. He's the force of the group. He's said to have a monster year. And he posted a tweet on social media uh, over the weekend, and the tweet said, this year will be the story. Once again, Christian Barmore. This year will be the story. So he's already foretelling you this. He's already foreshadowing the picture to you, Crimson Tide fans, on what he is going to look to do starting off in the spring and going into the 2020 season. So very excited for Barmore. And he comes in a lineage of fierce, tenacious, dominant defensive linemen. When you talk uh, Terrence Cody, Marcel Darius, Damian Square, Nick Gentry, uh, down the line you got Sean Robinson, uh, Jaron Reed, Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Dalvin Tomlinson, uh, Isaiah Bucks, Quentin Williams, just a long lineage of defensive linemen that when you look at them, uh, you go, oh no, what's about to happen to me? <laughs> I mean, uh, Christian Barmore is about to give it to every offensive lineman, give it to every quarterback that he's going to face in the upcoming season. And when you look at just the defensive line as a whole that, of course, Freddie Roach gets to work with, not just Barmore, you have LeBron Ray, you have DJ Dale back, you have Justin Aboigby back, Byron Young, Ishmael Sopcher, Braylon Ingram, Stephon Wynn. Of course, you've got some guys coming in in the summer, but since we're just focusing on the spring, those guys there I just mentioned all are back. And uh, when you discuss just previous defensive line coaches that have had success, I mean, uh, Carl Dunbar did pretty good. Carl Dunbar had success when he was here at Alabama. Craig Kunigowski had success with the likes of Isaiah Bugs and Quentin Williams. He did put Quentin Williams on the map. Uh, Craig Kunigowski did. And uh, even uh, you wanted to see more from, uh, from Brian Baker. You definitely wanted to see more. He did some things. Uh, he had experience, but you want to see more from Brian Baker, but it is what it is. But the main guy that really 
you know, set Alabama fans on fire in terms of the defensive line coaching was Bo Davis, who had two different stints with the Crimson Tide, the first stint from 20 from 2007 to 2010, the second stint from, uh, of course, 2013 or 2014, excuse me, through 2015. So, I mean, uh, Bo Davis made the biggest impact, made the most impact. But when you look at Freddie Roach, what he's going to have a chance to work with, what he has a chance to bring, what he has a chance to offer, he's old enough to understand the attention to detail He's old enough to understand how to pull the most out of each player. He's old enough to understand how to do things the right way and to coach to the standard that Nick Saban will have of him to do. But yet he's also young enough to identify with these players. He's young enough to understand these players. He's young enough to vibe with these players. Most importantly, he's young enough to pull an emotion you know, out of these guys on the defensive line that's going to make them want to go out to want that's gonna make them want to go out on the field and have that success. I was talking to you know a close friend of mine a couple of days ago and, and he talked about how when you have the ability to relate well to young men, when you can convince young men that you are on their side as a coach, not just on the field but in the locker room, in the classroom, and the community, when they can come to you with their issues, when they can come to you with their problems, and you pour of yourself into them, understand them, communicate with them, and identify with them, then those guys will be willing and ready to run through a brick wall for you being that coach. So, Brady Roach, getting a chance to work with these defensive linemen this season, I'm excited for this position group. I think this group takes a big step forward, especially after, you know, not being as dominant, not being as tenacious, not being as ferocious in the previous season. So big ups to Coach Roach as he gets to work with this group. Headlined by one Christian Barmore, who once again, folks, said this year will be the story. And seeing 58 on the field wreck havoc going to be fun to watch well folks that's gonna take us to our first break here on in my own words the podcast just getting started upon our return we dive into your phone calls tweets text messages and thoughts in the chat line right after this Sports fan deserves the proper representation. Whitwill Sports introduces to you the title towel. Wave that title towel in the air like you just don't care. In support of Nick Saban and the Alabama Crimson Tide. Only $9.99 and it lasts a lifetime. Head on over to WhitwillSports.com and get your title towel today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Make sure to subscribe before it's too late and get our new freshly printed end of the year magazine issue. Go to touchdown Alabama.com today and roll tide.
We're back inside the action on the hottest show of the streets in my own words, the podcast. On a Monday, spring football starts on Friday 4th. The Crimson Tide, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. And folks, it's your time. 205-448-1358, the number to call to be a part of the hottest show on the, it's the, show on the streets, joining the conversation. Once again, 205-448-1358. You can also text with that number, leave a voicemail with that number. If Twitter is your thing, you can tweet the show directly at In My Own Words TDA. That's at In My Own Words TDA. You can tweet me directly at Coaching M. Smith. But we check out our first call in the queue right now. On a Monday, we go to my man, Waylon. Waylon, what's going on, man? Stephen M. Smith is sort of like the old song that Fats Domino used to sing. Blue Monday. Oh, Blue Monday. Oh, how you doing on this Monday evening, Mr. Stephen? What's going on, my friend? Doing good, man. Doing good. I mean, I, I, I'm pumped up, man. This Friday, we can finally stop talking football and start getting to some spring practice. Exactly, exactly. We can see the action on the field, get all the information from the hottest show in downtown T-Town. You and JP and Justin will bring it in, and Alabama will roll again. There's no doubt about it. But I am excited about this season. I would like to see, uh, you know, a complete team maybe make a run like uh, LSU did last year and top that run and uh, remember when Alabama does this if they do that this year that we have always been the most dominant team the kingpin the king of the SEC no doubt about it Can, is that exactly correct with you Stephen M. Smith what do you think that sounds good to me I, I'm looking forward to seeing this spring uh, how the coaching staff jails I'm looking forward to seeing this spring another year, you know, for Pete Golding on this defense running it. Does he have that confidence to know that, okay, this year I got to make sure everybody's in pocket? I definitely want to see Joshua McMillan and Dylan Moses, how these two linebackers play coming off of injuries. And uh, at wide receiver, you know, who's going to be that third guy? I mean, we got Smitty, we got Jalen Waddle, but. Who emerges as that third guy at wide receiver? It's going to be fun. Exactly. That has crossed my mind several times. We've discussed that before with Mr. Ruggs leaving out. Who's going to be our Who's going to be our third man in? We will see what happens because I know we've got one there, more than one. <clears throat> There's no doubt about that. But anyway, we're on the Monday, and uh, you know we always remember people that inspired us and. Uh, and uh, as we were kids, and I write a lot of poems and rhymes, I like to do that, but I never could remember them right off the top of my head. I'd always have to write them down. But there was a great heavyweight champion. So Mr. Muhammad Ali could always make those rhymes and poems just flow right out of his mouth and just make you sit back and laugh. But anyway, we're going to end our conversation here with you, Stephen, on this Monday evening with a little poem there for the SEC. And I think this is feeding a few of these lines come from Mr. Ali, and I know there's people in the queue want to talk, so here we go. The SEC is going to come out smoking, and they won't be joking. 
We'll be pecking and poking, pouring water on their smoking. Now, this might be shocking and amazing to you, but all the SEC teams, Alabama has always ran all over you. Stephen M., we'll catch you Wednesday night. We out of here, my man. Be good. Appreciate it, Wayne, and giving us our poem to start this Monday. We got another call in the queue. You are live on In My Own Words with your man, Stephen M. Smith. What's going on? Hey, how you doing, Stephen? I just wanted to say uh, thank you for all you do for the show, man. I love the direction it's going. I've been subscribed for about two years now, and I'm just loving the direction that you're going with the content that you're getting out to us. Obviously, during these trial times when things are slow, so I just want to say thank you for that. Also, uh, I just wanted to mention, I know you uh, brought up Barmore being a dog. Uh, I'm just wondering who else on the defense has that, that dog spirit or that dog mentality that we need, kind of that Tony Brown attitude maybe. Uh, I do believe that the offense is okay. I'm just – there's something in the back of my mind that is concerned in regards to Golding, whether he's the guy for the job or not. I, I do have the faith, but I'm just – Kind of concerned in the back of my mind whether he is the guy that we need. Well, to answer your first question, man, uh, anybody aside from Baltimore that's got that dog mentality, I think LeBron Ray has it. He doesn't talk a lot, but I think LeBron Ray has it. There are a few guys that were freshmen last year that will be sophomores this year. I think Byron Young has it. I think Justin B has it. But at the end of the day, it just really comes down to once you get on the field, especially in practice, and you get punched in the mouth, you know, how do you respond? We've seen Barmore get punched in the mouth. He's responded uh, quite beautifully, if I must say so myself. So once I get out here starting Friday in spring and we see these guys on the field, we'll see, you know, which ones rise to the, rise to the challenge. Okay, okay. So what about when we start to move? further down the uh, down the field, the second level and the third level? I like, I, I like having Dylan Moses and McMillan back. The question with those two, uh, how healthy are they? Uh, can they really knock the rust off and play really well as your two inside linebackers? I think Christian Harris and Shane Lee will make improvement. I want to see Alakaho break more so into the rotation inside, but then the outside guys, I like Chris Allen, defensive backs, just want to see these guys play the ball, but the talent is there, brother. The, the talent's right there, but appreciate the call. Uh, yes, sir. Thank you. Keep it up, man. Appreciate the talent being on this on this team, but we got another call riding on in the queue. You're alive on In My Own Words on a Monday. What's going on? Yes, how you doing? Been doing great in yourself. Oh, I'm doing pretty good. I'm just calling about the um, Alabama defense. Um, as long as Alabama in the past have won championships, their defense was A-plus compared to every other team. So, you can, in my opinion, you can throw the ball to anybody. If you ain't got a wide receiver, they always Alabama always had good running backs. All they got to do is the line, just block, and, and just hand the ball off to the, to the, the great running backs. But the main concern is the defense. Defense win championships. And if the, if your defense is not in shape and you got all these injuries, to me, I'm questioning the coach 
why are all these players injured? Because they're not in shape? That, that's I, I'm questioning the, the um, conditioning coach. Uh, well, do you agree? I agree, and, and, and that's the reason why, of course, Nick Saban and Scott Cochran, who was the strength and conditioning coach, parted ways. Uh, Nick Saban has gone with a more scientific approach, bringing in Matt Rea, Dr. Matt Rea, and David Ballou in from Indiana, both of those two on the cutting edge of sports science. So Nick Saban understood that, you know, strength and conditioning was an issue going back to 2016 where the injury started. So he's already addressed that by bringing in two guys, uh, Rhea and Ballou. Okay, okay. All right, so what about the, the new head coach from last year? You know, you, you can, in my opinion, the, the, the players that ride the bench, they should get more playing time because that'll give them more experience going towards, you know, end of the season, towards the playoffs. See, if they haven't had no playing time, it's going to backfire on them. So in my opinion, they should get more playing time, the people that, you know, second, third string. And the second thing that hurt Alabama was by two or three things is that they plan they have a weak schedule. You don't know know what you don't know how weak of team you are if you're playing against weak teams. <laughs> the, the, the the schedule part, man, is always tough because you're going to play the teams you have in your conference, and uh, you really can't dictate how well they're going to be. I mean, they have to be good when you play them. And once Alabama plays that team, hopefully they pick themselves off the mat and continue to win. So the schedule is always kind of difficult. Um, I don't know how much Nick Saban goes into his say in regards to that schedule, but I think this year should be a strong year for the Crimson Tide starting this spring. But, man, I appreciate the call. But we're – but we're going to go to another break here on In My Own Words, the podcast. Upon our return, folks, we'll dive into previewing the inside linebackers and how they will look this spring right after this. delicious homestyle cooking sushi and hibachi check out otoro hibachi in the university mall in tuscaloosa alabama at home and you can't get away from the tv because the crimson tide is about to score don't worry delivery is also available through waiter and crimson to go that's otoro hibachi in the university mall in tuscaloosa alabama and make sure you let them know the good folks at touchdown alabama sent you Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Make sure to subscribe before it's too late and get our new freshly printed end of the year magazine issue. Go to touchdown. Alabama.com today and roll tide. We 
jump back into the action here, known as In My Own Words, the podcast on a Monday. Hottest show in the streets, best form of Crimson Tide football, news, notes, and information. Stephen M. Smith here with you. And we look at a little spring preview. Spring preview, Alabama starting spring practice on Friday, March 13th. So we look at these inside linebackers for the Crimson Tide, a positional unit that was hit with some injuries last season. Dylan Moses and Joshua McMillan both sustained knee injuries in the fall camp and August camp, did not play the entire 2019 season, which led to Nick Saban and the Crimson Tide going with two freshmen at the time, Shane Lee and Christian Harris, to start the entire year. And though both guys had some good moments, it wasn't you know, all bad, but at the same time, you know, improvements will need to be improvements will need to be made. Uh, there are moments where you saw where you know those guys were freshmen, missed an assignment here, missed an assignment there. But overall, they did do uh, some things well. That being Shane Lee and Christian Harris. But with the returns of Dylan Moses and Joshua McMillan. With Shane Lee and Christian Harris having a season under their belt, and then you go down to guys like Alakaho, Markel Benton, Jalen Moody, and then two freshman enrollees, Demoy Kennedy and Jackson Bratton here in the 2020 class, there's a lot to be excited about. There's a lot to be hopeful on. That There's a lot to smile at when you talk the inside linebackers for uh, the Crimson Tide. Uh, first and foremost, I dove into already Dylan Moses and Josh McMillan, both of those two back for this season, starting off in the spring. Uh, Dylan Moses, your inside linebacker, your Mike linebacker, your middleman, your captain, the guy that's going to be barking the orders, barking the communication across the board, and with him back, it's huge because last season, Alabama was forced to have Xavier McKinney from his free safety position walked down in the box and pushed guys in the right spots, in the right areas in the field, pre-snap. He had to make sure all the calls were directed accordingly across the board, keeping the communication in the line. And then not to mention, he has to jump back to his safety spot and make the plays on the field. And while, you know, X had a big-time stat sheet, and, you're, and you have to be very proud of him to have that. You know, 95 tackles, uh, five and a half to six tackles for loss, three sacks, had three interceptions, uh, five pass breakups, five quarterback hurries, four forced fumbles. The man had a dynamite stat sheet. But at the end of the day, he wasn't supposed to he, – he, he wasn't supposed to – it wasn't meant for him, as I'm trying to say. It wasn't meant for him to do all of that. And when you have your defensive back being the leader in tackles, not always a great thing because it forces your last line of defense to overcompensate, if you will, and they have to do everything. And when you have to do everything and when so much is bombarding your mind, one false step on your end, you can give up a big play. So while Xavier McKinney had a big year, while McKinney has a chance to be a top 20 pick in the first round of the upcoming draft, and we are proud of what he was able to do at the end of the day, it was a little bit much, a little bit much there to put on X McKinney. But linebackers being back, Dylan Moses will bark all the orders across the formation. And then you have Joshua McMillan, of whom 
enters his sixth year at the program. He came in in 2015 out of Memphis, Tennessee, a guy that's got big size, a tackling machine, someone of whom taught Dylan Moses the defensive system, and a guy that he may not be the most uber athletic talent, but at the same time, knowledgeable of the playbook, knowledgeable of the system, knowledgeable of communication. He's a big talker, McMillan is. Knowledgeable of the communication that needs to be gone or needs to happen across the entire field and a guy that has the capability, I should say, to lead this team in tackles for loss or lead this team in just a various amount of categories. So happy to have Dylan Moses and Joshua McMillan back. When you go down to Shane Lee and Christian Harris, I've already given in a previous show my whole spiel or my whole gist on both of those guys. For Christian Harris, he's got the athleticism. He's got the lateral quickness. He's got the pure, pure speed and acceleration. The main thing for him is just continuing to Understand the playbook, see the play, dissect the play, shoot through the gaps, and make tackles, and not allowing the same things to trip him up, which he did, which he did a solid job of that this past year. If one thing tripped him up the first time, he would learn it, get it down, not allow that same area to bother him or to frustrate him. He progressed as the year went on, so in year one to year two, Want to see Christian Harris continue to grow in seeing the play, attacking the play, dissecting the play, and doing the necessary things on the field. In terms of Shane Lee, uh, getting down his speed, getting his speed in order, getting his straight line speed faster, getting his lateral quickness faster, and also getting his consistent power better where he can shed off defensive uh, offensive lineman excuse me and make plays consistently on the football if you just look at his stats from 2019 great stats if we are evaluating him on the numerical data on the statistical value he had a great season but you know getting the speed down getting his power down getting his weight down all of those will be huge things, huge aspects for Shane Lee, and it's the reason why you've got a Dr. Matt Rea, you've got a David Ballou in here to help with Lee on those aspects. When you look at Alakaho, I really want to see him create a role in this inside linebacker position. We know what the young man can do on special teams. He blows stuff up. He busts up the shield. He's blocking punts. He's blocking uh, kicks. He's blocking everything. And that is huge when you look at a guy that can come up the middle, get his hands on the ball, and flip the field, change dynamics, change the fortune of a game on special teams. He can do that, and he has perfected that. The thing I want to see from Alakaho is breaking into that inside linebacker rotation and having some more action on the field, whether it's in nickel, whether it's in dime, just finding a way to craft a niche for him as a linebacker, inside linebacker that being in the rotation. The same thing in terms of guys like Markel Benton and um, Jalen Moody, just finding their niche. What is their niche on the field in terms of the inside linebacker? Is there a niche in dime? Is it a nickel? Find out where do I fit on the field and how can I make plays on the field based on where this coaching staff puts me at, where this coaching staff entrusts me to be at, 
being your two young guys, your two freshmen, Demoy Kennedy and Jackson Bratton. This is a chance for them to learn the system, to dive into the playbook, to break down what are what are these terminologies, what's the word jargon, what's the language, how to process being a part of the complexity that is Nick Saban's system. How do I, you know, work my way in? How do I become a contributor? How do I grow into being a solid practice player? And both guys have talent. Both guys have immense potential. Both guys, four-star athletes. Demoy Kennedy coming from Theodore High School, Theodore, Alabama, close to the Mobile area. Jackson Bratton coming from, you know, North Alabama, Muscle Shoals. So both guys they have potential. Both guys have talent. Both guys have something they can bring to the table. It's just the idea of, for these two, learning the system, quickly being able to process it, and finding out, okay, where do I fit in the big puzzle that is Nick Saban's defense? So that's just you know a small little preview here when you talk about the inside linebacker position. But... As we go to this, this screen here right now, this uh, slide demonstration here, there's a direct correlation when you talk about national championships at Alabama and the Nick Saban era and the inside linebackers. In the five national championships, 2009, 2011, 2012, 2015, and 2017, an inside linebacker, not a defensive lineman, not an outside linebacker, not a cornerback, not a safety. An inside linebacker has led the team in tackles during these five national championships for Nick Saban. If you look at 2009, it was Rolando McClain from Decatur, Alabama. Rolando McClain, 2009, 104 tackles, led the team national championship. 2011, it was done to Hightower. Out of Tennessee, Lewisburg, Tennessee, 2011, he anchored a defense that led the nation in all five major defensive categories, scoring defense, total defense, pass defense, pass efficiency defense, run defense, led the league in all of those categories, high tower in 2011, led the team 85 total tackles. That was a national championship season. 2012, you got C.J. Mosley from Theodore, Alabama. 2012, led the team 107 total tackles, helped the team win the Southeastern Conference Championship and a BCS national title. 2015, you're looking at Reggie Ragland from Madison, Alabama. Reggie Ragland, 102 total tackles, SEC Defensive Player of the Year, helped the team get to a national championship and win it. And then 2017, we're looking at Rashawn Evans from Auburn, Alabama, 74 tackles that year at the team. So you, see, you, so you catch the drift here. In the five national championships under Nick Saban, an inside linebacker has led the team in tackles. So this year, this particular group got to come up, got to make the necessary adjustments and improvements, really happy to have Dylan Moses and Joshua McMillan back. But that takes us to our next break on In My Own Words, the podcast. But don't touch that dial, folks. Still getting the Maserati out of the driveway, pumping it down the highway. Upon our return, we dive into more of your phone calls, tweets, texts, thoughts, questions, and concerns after this.
Now Menswear in the University Mall in Tuscaloosa. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Make sure to subscribe before it's too late and get our new freshly printed end of the year magazine issue. Go to touchdown alabama.com today and roll tide we are back into the action known as in my own words the podcast my man john ivory jp keeping the tunes rolling on a Monday, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. And, folks, once again, your time, 205-448-1358. The number to call to let your voice be heard, 205-448-1358. Also, be sure to drop a thumbs up, give a like on the show, and hit that subscribe button so that we can continue providing you with the best news, notes, and content on your Crimson Tide we return to the phone lines as we got a call in the queue. You are live on In My Own Words. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, Stephen? Love the show. Um, I had a question for you, um, kind of about, you know, the quarterback competition. Um, you know, I've been, you know, listening to you for quite a bit. And I know, um, you know, for a while you were talking about um, how Paul Tyson, you know, his, his skill set you thought would, uh, you know, do some do some big stuff for Alabama. Uh, now you know, right now it's it's seemed like it's all down to to um, Bryce Young and 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 Matt Jones. You know, is what everybody's talking about. Do you think that you know Paul or or Talia is kind of taking it the wrong way, or do you think that one of those guys you know has a legitimate shot to to rise and actually take the position this year? Um, I know they've been in the system a little bit more than Bryce Young. Bryce Young probably has a or or definitely probably has a lot more um, upside, but both of those guys, especially Talia, um, you know, has a lot of physical uh, tools and everything as well. So is there any chance that one of those guys gets a shot or, you know, you think they, they may, you know, they could win it? Well, both guys have tremendous ability, as you mentioned. Talia, a bit more of the running style quarterback, more mobile. I would like to see what he can do more with his arm in terms of Paul Tyson the, the, kid, the young man has an incredible arm very exceptional arm bigger guy at 6'5 235 pounds the biggest quarterback the tallest quarterback you know on the roster and a guy that really understands the playbook very hard-working guy I don't understand why people don't talk about him more he's bigger than just being Paul Bear Bryant's great-grandson I mean the young man had over 30 offers coming out of high school. He would trust for high school in Alabama, but he came to, to the Crimson Tide because he wants to defend home. Now, for both guys, Talia and Paul, it comes down to you know how they play this spring. Um, right now, Mac Jones has a firm grip on the playbook. He has a firm grip on the quarterback job. Uh, the team has really rallied around him and gotten behind him. Uh, Nick, Coach Saban trusts him. We saw Steve Sarkeesian trust him last year when Tua went down as the offense didn't change at all with Mac Jones in the Hardwick quarterback. Bryce Young has a lot of talent. Big-time talent, big-time ability. 
but he has to come in and just really blow everybody away. Can he do that? I'm not putting it past him, but that remains to be seen. I get a chance to watch day one of it on Friday, but when I look at just Talia and Paul, I don't know about this year, probably in the probably in the years to come, one of these two will get more action. If I have to choose one of the two, I would say more Paul Tyson than Leah. But as of right now, this, this is Mac Jones' job to lose to me. Okay. Um, you know, I definitely appreciate that insight. You know, my, my biggest fear, just as an Alabama fan, you know, is you know, losing, you know, both of those guys. Because I just, I think it's a real possibility that we lose both of them. You know, if, you know, for example, if Mac Jones wins and, and Bryce Young is the, the heir apparent and he's, you know, the, the second, you know, second string guy, you know, you know, a chance to overtake them, that puts them at, you know, three and four. If they leave, it's just, you know, you you, you really want injury or, or Matt Jones leaving, you know, or or um, from, you know, having a one quarterback with not much depth. You know, we, we, you can go from a lot of depth to not much at all, you know, really quickly. So that's always been a, a concern of mine, you know, the quarterback position. Um, you know, we saw this year, even though Matt Jones did a great job, um, you know, you think about it, if we would have had Jalen, just in my opinion, you know, we, we may have still been able to, to, you know, beat Auburn or a few other things. But, um, you know, that, that's always a concern as an Alabama fan. I mean, it, it's concerning the depth there, and you don't want to lose anybody to uh, the transfer portal or, or to injury or any of those things. Uh, hopefully, you know, Alabama can keep both guys. It will be difficult uh, because everybody wants to play at quarterback. But I appreciate the call, man, and uh, keep listening to us. Definitely, definitely will. We now go to the chat line here. Got some things in the chat line. You, the Alabama fan base, been blowing us up here in the chat line. And we take our first question or our first thought from Drewski. Drewski writes in, will our defense hold up down the stretch? I think it can. I think it will. You, you bring in two guys that are geniuses in sports science. But before we continue that comment, we got another call in the queue. You're live on In My Own Words. What's on your mind? Yeah, this is Kyle in Colorado. Just want to add a real quick thought on the position group I'm looking forward to the most. I definitely agree with your assessment with linebackers. Obviously, getting those injured guys back is going to be huge. But I think the acquisition of Freddie Roach coming back to coach the D-line is going to be huge. Um, you know, all those years you had the leading tackler was our inside linebacker. Look at those defensive linemen. I mean, like Terrence Cody comes to mind. Obviously, Jonathan Allen, Rashawn Evans, those guys getting after the quarterback, taking on double teams, creating pressures, really gave that opportunity for those linebackers to succeed. So I'm definitely looking forward to seeing our D-line get back to where it used to be. I am also, and uh... – I thoroughly, I thoroughly love the hire of Freddie Roach. Like I mentioned, this is somebody that's young enough to identify with the players, but old enough to hold those players to a standard, get the most out of those guys, and create that dog mentality that, quite frankly, Alabama did not have last year. I agree, and a lot of it, it's easy to chalk all that up to injury, you know, but you know, watching the guys play last year, it just didn't look like Alabama football, and it hasn't for a couple of years. And there could be a lot of things that, that play into that, 
But I think the biggest was we're, we're, no one's afraid of our front seven anymore. And that was the staple of Nick Saban defenses because it affects everything. If you look at the defensive backs that have been drafted, how much did they benefit from quarterbacks being under that much pressure and duress and making ill-advised or poor throws because Terrence Cody's coming down your throat, running over your center, and you don't know what's going to happen next. You know, So I think that's going to be a huge help this year. I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be awesome, man. But, hey, I appreciate the call. Keep listening to us. We're going to take a, another break here on In My Own Words, the podcast. When we get back, we dive into uh, Matt Ram and uh, Jeff Allen, the two geniuses in sports science. Folks, this is going to be fun. We'll touch on those two after this. you're an avid Alabama Crimson Tide fan and you love to flaunt it, then show your Alabama Crimson Tide support by grabbing the Alabama sneakers. They feature bold Crimson Tide graphics, so no one will be able to question where your allegiance lies. When you add these sweet sneakers to your Alabama Crimson Tide collection, go to stsfootwear.com and use the code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. That's code TDALABAMA for $15 off your purchase. Go to stsfootwear.com and get your Alabama sneakers today. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Make sure to subscribe before it's too late and get our new freshly printed end of the year magazine issue. Go to touchdown Alabama.com today and roll tide. We are back inside the action, people, on the hottest show in the streets. Best form of Crimson Tide football when you look at the dialogue, the conversation, the debate, just the con- just the, uh, the talking points. In my own words, the podcast, yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. And we dive into the two geniuses, the dynamic duo that Nick Saban has put together, Dr. Matt Rea and Jeff Allen. The two gurus in terms of sports science, sports performance with the new science center at Alabama, the University of Alabama. Folks, this is about to be something fun with these two are about to set in motion. And of course, Dr. Rhea posted a chart to social media a couple of days ago. And the chart was basically the top part of a chart was Alabama's graphics from uh, this past season and what Jeff Allen typically uses to test the speed training, uh, the power training, uh, the performance, how much maximum effort is being given. And upon looking at what Jeff Allen does, Dr. Rhea came away very impressed, came away very excited. He posted on Twitter saying, you know, people, this in Alabama – it's about to get really, really fun, really fast. What we're going to be able to do in strength and conditioning and sports science and uh, sports performance. This, this is about to get interesting. You're already seeing the likes of Jeff Allen and uh, Dr. Matt Rea mesh well together from the get-go. And 
This is really, really good when you bring in a guy that speaks the same language as Jeff Allen. Jeff Allen speaks the same language as Dr. Ray. Uh, both guys are going to really put their heads together to not just cut down the injury. So that, so that is a key point and a key factor. But both guys are going to also put their heads together to make sure these players get the best maximum conditioning, upper body, lower body, best maximum strength, best maximum speed, best maximum effort on the field to get this team and this program back to being uh, the feared program in college football, just referring back to the chart that Dr. Rea had. The bottom part of the chart was actually the numbers he was able to compile at both IMG Academy and at Indiana University when you look at the speed aspect. And that's Rea's wheelhouse. His big thing is speed, uh, quickening the speed, bettering the speed, improving the speed, getting players faster, that speed development. And each guy on the Indiana team last year was way faster than what they were in 2018. And on top of that, just going back to his time at IMG, Dr. Rea had about 9 to 10 guys that had a laser 40 time of a sub 4-5 in the 40-yard dash. That's just sick, nasty sauce. Just ridiculous what Dr. Rea was able to do there. At IMG, so the bottom part of that chart was basically him compiling uh, the numbers that you know he brings in from Indiana at IMG in terms of speed, in terms of power, in terms of just the full you know maximum workouts that you know they put the players through at Indiana and at IMG. So. Both guys together, uh, two heads are better than one. Uh, this is about to get really exciting. And uh, you know, I've gotten the chance to talk to a couple of close, credible people, sources inside you know, this program. And, and they've just spoken about how the players have really taken to Matt Rea and David Ballou really well. Uh, one guy in particular told me, he, he said, Steven, these guys are really high tech. He said, Coach Cochran was good with what he did, but Ballou and Rea, I, I, I've never seen anything like this. Th these two are high tech. These two are on the up and up. I mean, these two are getting these guys to work their tails off. It's different, Steven. It's a challenge, but it's something unique. It's something good. It's something positive. It's something really, really exciting, and the players are happy to see uh, the nuances that both Rhea and Baloo have brought to the table. So you get the two geniuses in Jeff Allen and Matt Rhea in the room. This is fun. But, folks, we're going to take one final break here on the show. Upon our return, we will put a pretty bow on this thing and sign off right after this. Touchdown Alabama Magazine is Alabama football's premier publication. A subscription to Touchdown Alabama Magazine is the perfect gift for any Alabama fan. For exclusive news and information, recruiting updates, a free annual print magazine, and more, go to touchdownalabama.com and click join. Only $5.95 per month or pay $49.95 for a full year subscription. That's a saving of almost $22. Make sure to subscribe before it's too late and get our new freshly printed end of the year magazine issue. Go to Touchdown Alabama today and roll tide. 
We are back into the action here, folks. In my own words, the podcast, hottest show on the streets. Yours truly, Stephen M. Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine. And as a reminder, be sure to drop that thumbs up, give a like on the show, and hit that subscribe button so that we can continue to get you the best in news, notes, and information. But I'm just, I'm just excited for what Dr. Matt Rea and Jeff Allen will be able to do with this team. I mean, both guys on the up and up in terms of the, of the technology and how to get it to where you can manipulate the data, you can manipulate the anim- analytics, you can manipulate the numbers and really get the most out of these guys on the field and get each player to their target weight, their target goal and speed, their target goal and consistent power, their target goal in terms of performance and effort, and then get the team itself to a very high target goal in all of those aspects. I mean, once again, you know, Scott Cochran did some good things while he was here, but Nick Saban choosing to go in a completely different direction. He's happy with the direction he's in. Of course, you as the Alabama football fan base, happy with the direction that Coach Saban has taken. And the more that we get a chance to see and dive into what Baloo, Rhea, and Jeff Allen can put together, it's going to be uh, something really, really nice. But once again, folks, Friday, March 13th, the first day of spring ball. Get excited. Get amped up. Freshly cut grass. Pig skin flying across the field. Pats popping, helmets going, routes being ran, tackles being made. It's football. We can stop talking about it. We can stop speculating about it. We can now see it for ourselves. We can now see it with our own eyes. We can now take it in and digest some football. Yours truly have touched on Alabama Magazine. I will be out there on the field on Friday at Thomas Drew Field, uh, getting the photos, videos, clips, uh, articles, reports, and things of that nature, keeping you up to date with your favorite program, the Alabama Crimson Tide. But as always, people, you want to know the best. You want to get to the best in news, notes, and info, insight on your program, the Crimson Tide. You can do this by downloading the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. Very simple and easy to do. You can get this from your iPhone app store if you're rocking Team Apple. Google Play Store if you just so happen to have the Android phone. The podcast options if your audio listening needs just so happen to be iTunes or Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Overcast.fm, or iHeartRadio. We have you covered. If the good and gracious Lord sees fit, I will be back on Wednesday continuing the conversation and the dialogue that is Alabama football. But until then, I'll leave you with my three favorite things. Husbands, I know it's Monday. I know it's Monday, but you still got to love them wives. You still got to get down to business. Wives, I know it's Monday, wives. Y'all had a tough day at work, but wives, you still got to love those husbands. You still got to get that done. Children, it's Monday. You're back in school. Get that schoolwork done. Get those three hearty meals a day, those three great laughs a day. Until next time, folks. I'm your man, Stephen M. Smith, and this has been In My Own Words.